Welcome, all you business geeks, to the Business Geeks Podcast, an entrepreneurial show where three friends geek out loud and proud on everybody's business. I'm Super Joe Pardo of superjoepardo.com and indiepodcasters.com. I'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Jennifer Crawford, the co-founder of Sparent.co, and Samantha Riley of samanthariley.global. This week, we are talking about networking, networking and networking. And we got we got a lot of notes. We got a great show for you here. And how are you doing, Jen? How are you feeling today? Oh, I'm feeling good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean we were complimenting your hair prior to this. Well, yeah. Moment, we, we're thinking like, you look very fancy today, Jen. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you. I have washed my hair today. <laughs> So we know when you don't wash your hair. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. <laughs> so here we are. Joe and I are like, did you have a professional photo shoot? No, no, just wash my hair. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sam, how are things on the other side of the planet? The uh, plan for you today? The things are great. Great start to the day. It's nice and early here. I am alive. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. That is that is a great reason. To yeah, celebrate. it's always a good day when you when you're alive, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, you didn't wake up dead because that's yeah, not exactly. A thing. Anyway. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I just heard a story. Apparently, Josh Gad, who plays Olaf in Frozen, he was trying to get people to register to vote because we are deep in the political, mm. you know, scene here in America. And he said, like, if you got three, I think it was like 3,000 people to register to vote or something like that, he would narrate 2020 as Olaf. So, you know, he started out January. He's like, I want to go to the other side of the world. Let's go see. What, oh, my God, it's on fire. You know, he's talking about Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? Let's go check out China. I've always wanted to see the great. Oh, man, I'm totally. Let's go somewhere else. Not Wuhan, China. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was apparently epic. I had to, I had to look it up myself. I just I was going to say, it, so. I'll have to look it up. It sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're talking networking today. Sam, this is your topic, your week here. Where do you want to kick it off with the networking topic? Well, I think we decided on this topic, all of us, last week because we were talking about lead generation and I said something about networking because that's a great lead generator. And then we decided, oh, no, let's not deep dive into that in five minutes. Let's do a whole show because I think that networking is so so valuable i know jen i know you you're a master networker aren't you I, I, <laughs> I, oh my goodness oh, oh hang on hang on i need lots of things i made jen not know what to say i don't think that's ever happened before. you have no, you have uh, no celebration idea <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Good job, Sam. <laughs> Celebrating when you have me tongue-tied. I don't know if I yeah. like that, but I'll dance anyway. No, it's because so many thoughts are going through my head because I used to hate networking. Mm. I am a proud, card-carrying introvert. I am introverted, but I'm also shy. I know you're going to have a hard time believing that, but it's so true. So I had to really learn like how to make networking work for me and mm. my like personality, I guess. And anyway, yep. so it's so funny when you say I'm, you called me a master networker because it's not something that comes naturally at all. And it doesn't come naturally to a lot of people, which is why I wanted to talk about it today because I'm an extrovert. I still don't like networking. 
So I think that that's straight up that there's a misconception that introverts don't like it and extroverts do because it's not a thing. And I think that I don't like it for some of the reasons that we're going to talk about today because there can be some pretty uncomfortable rooms to be in at networking events. But I think the first thing is that I had heard a quote years ago that your network is your net worth. And I don't think that when I first heard it, I really understood what that is, but now I really understand what that is. That another one of my mentors says it like this, kings hang with kings, and it is so true. You know, the opportunities come to you when you are aligned with other people that can open the doors to other opportunities, introduce you to other people, and I think that that is, you know, right out of the gate, I think the biggest misconception with networking is that we do it to get sales instead of thinking what opportunities is this going to open up. So that's kind of where I want to open it. Or even what opportunities can I present to others? What kind of connections can I provide? How can I be of service to other people? Uh Uh-huh. Because it doesn't, (laughs) sales don't happen in networking rooms, do they? No. 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 But the problem is that so many people walk into a room thinking, oh, I've got to go to networking because I need to make some more sales. And and that's the bit of networking that we don't like. So I'd like to talk about that so you're not that person. I want to talk about it too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jen, we love you so much. So I I follow your lead, Jen. Last week you started with the definition. So I found the definition of networking because I was like, well, what actually is the dictionary meaning? And it's the action or process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contacts. There's nothing in there about buy my stuff. No, I don't see anything about that in that definition. You're right. <laughs> well, that would mean that would require people to actually look up the definition. But but they don't need to and because not, I found it for them. Right, but <laughs> but they would just take it from other people, right? They listen to what other people think or or other people say like, "Oh, you know, this is how I do it. It's it's all in the networking." Heck, network marketing, right? <laughs> That's literally another word for sales or another word that I'm not going to throw out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, po- the pointy it's- one. <laughs> so but uh, but yeah people take that as like that's the goal but it's a very long-term thing and it's same like goes with podcasting right having people on your podcast and interviewing you know to me it's like what can i learn hopefully they can have a great time my our audience can learn too but you know a year from now hopefully something might shake loose an opportunity might come forward and you become you know somewhat for in frame of mind before that opportunity because you had that conversation because you met that person one time at an event or two times at an event or met for coffee after the event to see like hey what's an opportunity here for us to to do something together can i say Absolutely. something controversial we love yeah, your controversy I'd like to say that is my opinion, that networking as a whole is evolving for the better. And I think that is because of an infusion of women business owners. Because women do business differently and they approach relationships differently. Fight me. (laughs) I can't put my boxing gloves on. 
fight you. I actually can't. I can't fight you. Fight but me. Joe. Ah, fight uh, me. Fight me. Fight me. How do you figure? Because... Because women because were why? not invited to the table. Women have not. It's just, it's relatively recent. We've only been able to vote for 100 years. I mean, come on. Like in the United States, women have not been in, have not been business owners that long, yet men have owned businesses the whole entire time. So, of course, it's going to take us a little bit of time to get in the rooms with other business owners, to start our businesses, to be invited to the networking events. And I think over time, as women have become more and more involved in business, according to the American Express State of Women Business Owners, we now make up 46% of business owners are women now. So we're catching up. However, I love that number, except that less than 2% of us have reached the seven-figure mark as women business owners. So Mm. there is a big gap there. And I know when I first had my business way back and I was doing networking events, there were not a lot of women business owners at networking events. And I I think that's what started my, you know, aversion to them because I didn't feel like I was looked at as an equal, treated as an equal. It was hard to have a voice in the room at all. Like I said, things are changing slowly. And I think that change towards networking, being more relationship focused is something that I'd like to say is led by women. So, okay. Oh, okay. So oh. <laughs> I, mm, I don't disagree, but I don't think that it's mutually exclusive to women. I think what's happened is, is that it's devolved on the male side, right? So like growing up, there was this poster that my grandfather had on his wall that was like, it, you know, it would take years to like build a relationship, business relationship and seconds to lose it, mm. right? So I, I don't think it's always been that way. I think it's devolved into that. And I don't know how long, I don't have any statistics in front of me to support that. But but what I will say is, is that as any great business owner will do is they will look at what's going on and they will go to do the opposite, right? They will, they will look for the opposite. So I don't, again, I don't think that it's a mutually exclusive thing for male versus female, but I think that it's maybe like to your point of women are newer to the table as a, not a majority, but as a bigger chunk of the whole and they just haven't devolved into what a large part of the male portion of the pie have fallen in, into. Mm. So I feel like I'm going to be the controversial one now, Jen. And I'm oh. a little bit scared with what I'm about to say. Say it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Say it. So I, I don't know if this is just an Australian thing. I don't know if this is just where I've hung out. But definitely there's always been plenty of women in the networking rooms that I've been in and I've been networking for over 20 years. I actually think, and and I don't know, that there's more women networking now in the online space, so more women business owners that have started online businesses than maybe traditional businesses Mm -hmm. and that maybe that – see, I – Okay, I don't like old women networking events. That's okay. So, but that's very controversial. Why? <laughs> that is super controversial, and that's why mm. I said I don't know if I want to go here. I'm talking about all women. I just don't think there's a really great balance. Mm. I actually like the balance of men and women being in the room. I think it gives a different dynamic. I don't hate it. 
I don't hate, you know, current networking mixed rooms, I think can be really, really valuable and important. And I think this probably steers us to the point of, you know, find the right networking groups and opportunities that that fit Mm. you, that fit your goals, your missions, your personality. I mean, because they're not all the same. No, no. And and that is the biggest, definitely the biggest take out of that is that you need to know who you're trying to align with. You know, I, I don't, I wouldn't see a huge amount of benefit going to a networking event with a room of people, doesn't matter whether they're men or women, that were in their first six months of business. Bingo. Yes. I so agree because it's so easy to end up in networking rooms where you're the most experienced or most mature business owner in the group and, you know, you've got people that are just, you know, much greener in business and maybe even don't even take business ownership as seriously as you. Yep, yep. Maybe they're hobbyists, part-time, in and out of business. Um, And so that's probably not where you want to be if you're, you know, five years in business and you're looking to for strategic partnerships, you're looking to scale up, you're looking to collaborate on big ideas. Um, That's probably not the room for you. Mm, Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that, so what's interesting about that as well is networking events are a really great way to practice telling people what it is you do and you know when you go to a networking event there's someone that's really really new and you know it's like their first or second event and they just like and they don't stop they just talk 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 it's like you can tell they're so nervous but it's like okay take a break now (laughs) breathe okay so i think while i wouldn't want to be in that room with all the green people all the time. I think there is something to be said for still planting those seeds for the long term for when Mm -hmm. those people are four or five years, six years in potentially looking to sell their business or, you know, retire from it or do something to that effect. And then you're that person that that's the go to, right? There is a long game there. But like I said, I I don't think it's something you should do all the time. I also think that with the stance, what you uh, brought to the table, Jen, are true from the like, you know, most businesses are still male owned and most of the women, only like 2%, what would you say 2% uh, less, of the women Well, less than 2% reach seven figures. Right. So if that's the case, like, you know, you, you I would think that you'd want to be in a mixed room of people because mm. you might have that ability. It sounds like you're going to have a better statistical opportunity to meet somebody who can make a difference for you than if you're just in a room with just women or even just men or just men that are just getting started or, you know, stuff like that. But it's hard to it's hard to really tell you what the value of a relationship is over the course of, mm-hmm. you know, a week and then a month and then two years and five years and six years and 10 years and 20 years. Like you just don't you know. Just so that's why don't you just don't know. You know. Exactly. Available. And I know last week I interviewed someone on my podcast that was introduced to me by someone that I had met an event in San Diego the year before last and we've nurtured that relationship and he's introduced me to this person who was introduced to me by one of my other mentors in Australia that introduced me to my publicist in LA and like I can keep going back and back and back that over the last six years there's been this chain of events that introduced me to this person who at the end of the podcast invited me to do um, a collaboration with her I don't know. I can come back in a year and maybe tell you where that's led and where that collaboration led and what it did for my business and the people that I met. 
Well, it's same here, right? Joe, we were introduced by someone else that was introduced by someone else. You introduced me to Jen, who I never would have known otherwise. Like these relationships, you don't ever know where they're going to go. We don't know where they're going to go in the future either. But you have to nurture them. And I think it was, I think you said it, Joe or Jen, it's about serving. We walk into a room to serve. We don't walk into a room to take and that is the biggest the biggest thing about networking that that some people understand the people that do really well at networking they understand coming from a service standpoint rather than the people that say i hate networking because they're always trying to take absolutely um i happened to catch a post on linkedin today from barbara cochran of shark tank and real estate fame and i thought it was it's a pro- cor- it's corcoran not it's, the oh, not cor- the crutchy. Corcoran? Uh, Barbara, Barbara Corcoran. Corcoran. Oh, you're yeah. right. I don't yeah. know why I said that. I knew you that. You wrote Co- Cochran. I but... did. I don't know why. I, did. <laughs> I think there I don't it's know okay. why. Uh, Corcoran. Yeah. So she's posted and said, success is contagious. Hang out with people who dream big and are willing to work hard to get there. She was referencing her, her Shark Tank team because they're celebrating their 12th season. But I thought it was kind of appropriate for our conversation today. Success is contagious. And I think that's, totally. that speaks to being of service. Like if you help someone else be successful in whatever it is, you know, one little thing, um, you know, that you're spreading that success disease. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote down a few, only four or five problems um, that I see and the opportunities when we actually do this in a different way. I, could have sat here honestly for hours and written way, way, way more than this. <laughs> you know, we've all got things to do. We're busy people. So I just thought let's just touch some of them. Um, and one of them was, or the first one is that the problem is that people think I need to go to a networking event because I need to make sales. And as we've already mentioned, that obviously that puts us in the wrong frame of mind. And I think the opportunity is to understand that the sales don't happen in the room. What happens is in the room is that we meet someone, maybe we we have a values alignment, maybe we have a good conversation, maybe we just click with that person. That's all that happens in the room. We talk about where our children went to school or we talk about what food we like or what we're doing here. That's the things that we talk about at networking. And then we take that conversation to a different time, to a phone call, to a Zoom call. Would you guys agree? I would agree. I definitely would agree. You're just trying to get to know people, right? You're just Mm. trying to get to know them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do networking, Joe? Uh, I do. I go on to, you know, a bunch of events over the years. I still find it awkward to walk up to people and be like, so what do you do? (laughs) You know, that opening like, so do you come here often is not... (laughs) It's not a thing. Uh, I think that's probably the hardest part about it, right? Is having the conversation is the easy part. It's the, it's the how do I engage with, you know, you have two or th- three or four people talking. I think I forget where I was. I was actually, I think it was at some kind of an event, and they were talking about like don't walk up to uh, a group of two people, like well, it's a, two people that are talking, right? They're having a meeting of some sort. Like go to where there's already a third person, because then. You should be, you could like walk in. Of course, you don't know if <laughs> that could be the, the problem too. But, but that's a thing. It's like you see all these other people talking and just like, all right, well, I'm going to go talk to the person that's standing up against the wall because they're probably just as <laughs> shy. Do about you know, it Joe, that is the worst. That's the bit that I hate about networking too. I was down in Adelaide at the start of the year and I went to a networking event and there was an odd number of people in the room. Everyone was in pairs. 
except for me. Oh, no. And it was so awkward because I don't want to walk up to people because they're in twos and very closed off body language. Everyone's having these conversations and I'm going, do I leave? Do I keep standing here smiling to myself? We didn't even have a drink. <laughs> it was so awkward. And that is the bit I hate about networking events. People that can see there's someone else that's feeling awkward and doesn't invite them into a conversation. Mm. Oh, my gosh. This is, well, one, this is where finger yeah. puppets come in handy. <laughs> like, bring a finger puppet. You always have somebody to talk to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this is what is... We know there's very little about the pandemic that is good. But mm. one thing that you can take advantage of during the pandemic is that most networking is virtual. And if you mm. are, you know, me, like me, like naturally awkward, you don't have to worry about walking up to anybody. Like you're all in the same room until you they divide you into breakout rooms. Like that piece, that awkwardness is no longer there. A good majority of that has been, you know, taken away by virtue of the format and also another great reason to take advantage of networking right now is that you can network all over the world. Mm-hmm. You, you're Because it used to be pre-pandemic when networking was going somewhere that you were going to probably network within 10 miles of your home, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So you're going to yeah. start running into the same people at the same networking events, at different networking events. Great. You can, you can deepen those relationships, but... How about expanding that network? You have a perfect opportunity right now. And I've been doing that. I've been trying to like pop into, you know, networking events that aren't in my area, that maybe aren't in my industry. Yeah. I just yeah. meeting people that I would never come across normally, you know, in traditional networking. Absolutely. I couldn't agree yeah. more. I've joined a lot of overseas networking events. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. Perfect time. <laughs> Never have to leave the house. You only have to dress up from the waist up. <laughs> the waist uh, up. Like we are I'm, now. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so Who's easy. Gonna, I know. How awful is it going to be to get out of yoga pants at the end of this pandemic, though? Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, going outside. Yoga pants forever. <laughs> yoga pants forever. Absolutely, it, absolutely. We just have a decade of that. Like, it's just, yeah. ah, it just became a fad. We don't know how it happened, but <laughs> it might start with the <laughs> pandemic, you know, years, uh, from, years from now. Absolutely. Now, you've mentioned online events, Jen. I think that, and you're saying that, you know, it can be easier, but I think that in different versions of online, so not your traditional networking event, but something like LinkedIn, which I still see as networking and a lot of people don't, people treat online differently to offline so I like to I liken LinkedIn like imagine it was a real life event people saying like coming in and saying hey I'm Sam and they're just walking away because they'll click the connect button and then they'll just like ghost well that's the the business card in the hand as they like walk through the the room right like yeah but I think that that it in online that it's easier to do, isn't it? You don't even have to be uncomfortable walking away. It's just like, I'm done. I'm gone. (laughs) Rude. Yeah. Yeah. They're not different. Think about it as so it's like you're meeting them in person. Actually, how are you? An answer. That'd be nice. Something different. Yeah. Refreshing. (laughs) Will Will you be my friend? Yes, no, or maybe. 
Yeah, at least answer. <laughs> at least give me a no. I'll feel so much better about myself. <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to emotionally move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have that on LinkedIn? Do you find that on LinkedIn? Yes, yes. I've been guilty of it myself. I think we talked about this in our LinkedIn episode not that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, definitely. Was there another problem opportunity that you wanted to, to bring up, Sam? Yeah, I think that um, not knowing what you want, like not knowing why you're there, I think is it's awkward for someone that you meet. Mm-hmm. Like not understanding the outcomes that you're trying to achieve or, you know, what opportunities are you looking for in your business? Like we've said that we're there to serve and we're there to meet people and I get that. But at the same time, I don't want to just go and talk about the weather with everyone and not get a return on investment for my time. There's got to be some sort of like what are we doing here kind of thing. I agree. Just me? No, I agree. I mean, yeah, it's that balance between, yes, you want to give and you want to serve, but our time is so precious. Everyone's time is precious. and. You know, they're, you're not you're not making any more of it. So, you do have to be discerning in how you spend it. So, having that intention behind everything you do and how you spend your time, including your time in networking, is really smart. Mm. Yeah. So, I think you need to know why you're there, what you're doing there, and what you do. Like, if I say Jen, what do you do? And you're like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like like, can you tell me what you do please so that i can understand it (laughs) so i can walk away this is helpful this is this is all part of my grind my gears i hope we get to it oh my god oh oh, it's coming up i can feel it in my bones jen well can i can i just say i'm gonna put put, i don't know if i think it's my week next week i'm gonna put in for elevator pitch for our topic for next week Mm. oh oh well we just talked about no? Am I getting a nose? I'm getting nose. See, this is how it works. No, Joe, I just I'm like to make... mess with you. No, I no. like to mess with you. <laughs> and I know Jen's on my team. Jen's on my team. The pain I put up with. So oh, you can have a great oh. show here on the Business Geeks podcast. That you should totally go and subscribe on your podcast player of choice. Yes. So networking. <laughs> Next week, we're going to talk about elevator pitches. So your networking yeah. is better. That's right. Yeah. yeah you could absolutely. be networking with us right now. Yeah, there's not week. much networking happening. <laughs> every no, week. Every it, week. No, today is, it's a, it's a very slow day. We got some reactions, but not uh, not too many people mm. tuning in, apparently. Uh, and there's a lot of networking that could be happening in the live chat. I mean, I know, ne- right? networking does not have to be traditional. You can network in so many different ways. Yes, I have actually found interviews for my Thought Leaders Business Lab podcast in the chat on the Business Geeks podcast. See? Yes, that has happened. Magic it has, has happened. happened. I mean, it's all about connecting with people that you don't already know, whether that's in a live chat. And, you know, there are live chats in all sorts of formats in our, you know, Facebook Live here every week and live webinars. You have to be open to those opportunities. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's networking. 
Networking. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's boring the peoples. So why don't you talk about your one cool thing, Joe? Maybe that will be a bit I, more exciting. Yeah, uh, I bet it will. I know that. <laughs> so apparently AMC or Cinemark, I guess both, uh, are allowing people to rent the private movie theater for just starting at $99. Whoa. Uh, for, I forget how many people it said that you can have it. And the groups up to 20 can rent out the theater for 100 bucks. So that's, oh that's pretty Oh my gosh. But that's the pop- so cheap. The popcorn is a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. It's- <laughs> well, you know, yeah. Jen, you just you can't look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, <sorry>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made that up. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's not 99 bucks for 20 people, right? That's that's not that bad. That's, that's, that's really pretty cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah. I mean, comparatively speaking, now apparently it costs more for newer releases, 150 to 350 bucks. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to go watch Tenant, which I'm looking forward to seeing at some point, uh, I'm sure it's probably closer to the like 250 to $350 range, but you can even rent a microphone apparently. So you can like, I don't know why you would need a microphone with 20 people in the room. <laughs> it's not exactly like a hundred people or, or more, but but you can rent that and see paying the theater an extra two hundred and fifty for private catering with some extra uh, you know restrictions. So two hundred and fifty bucks and then you can dine your twenty people <laughs> in thing. It this sounds like a great opportunity for businesses that are like, you know, working from home right now and want to mm-hmm. have some kind of like social interaction thing. Absolutely. Um, but look, it's five bucks for popcorn. That's not terrible. I mean, that's probably uh, it was not small. a thousand. Oh, it's not Jen. a thousand. <laughs> spreading rumors. Sorry, but that is with that with butter. Maybe it's with butter. It's a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I know how these so, movie theaters work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So apparently, it's not available in your area, Jen. Sadly, which is really surprising because it seems like a great fundraising opportunity for some political people that could be like, "Hey, we're going to rent this theater and, and get some private food, and then it's you know you can watch Tenant, and it'll be ten thousand dollars a ticket." But, but you'll get to Joe. Joe, hang know, on. Can I just say it's not just Jen's area that this isn't in; it's my area too. Yeah. Remember oh, us yeah. down here in Australia? Yeah. I, <laughs> look, I, what I remember as a kid uh, having a couple of friends in Australia. They used to tell us that you could buy the movie from the movie theater when you went to watch it. You could buy a VCD, a video CD. Really? So you watch the movie, and then for like twenty bucks, you could buy the a copy of the movie that lasted. I think it was like three to seven days or something like that it was i've not, it never was heard quality. of that really, I don't, yeah i don't, I don't know. know about that no, i'm not hmm. sure maybe just them i'm just trying uh, well, to picture. alex is joining hey, us yeah, hey hey alex we're so hey alex we were getting lonely um yeah. I, i'm just trying to picture the movie theater with your 20 friends like hey like look at this picture like nobody's sitting next to each other for obvious reasons we're masked up you go to that corner you go to that <laughs> corner you go to that corner like we're gonna have walkie talkies and you know so we can talk to each other it's oh i don't i'd still rather do that than just be in my house on my own i, I still would rather do that i don't know I don't you know, know you can you can wave though. in real life rather than just waving through a screen <laughs> It Only twenty I, it, people because they've got to they've got to put so many seats between everybody. I guess they don't have to do nothing. I didn't just. I mean, people are going to church and not wearing masks at all. I don't watch the news. <laughs> no, don't do <laughs> that. Don't go there. Don't go there. It was on my YouTube feed. <laughs> I don't have a YouTube feed. God, now they uh, now they're taking over YouTube. Yeah. Oh. Oh. God. Yeah. Yeah. So There's a whole section like it's like oh here's your featured and then right under it's like all the news 
And it's like, you know, from all the different outlets, not just yeah. like certain specific ones. Oh, my goodness. Guess what? Next week, what? I'm catching a plane for the first time in 2020. You must be working out. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> uh, see, what did I say, Jen? Comedian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'll go where, back where to I'll go back to? to my corner. I'm just flying to another state, but it's very exciting. Uh, that is exciting. Mm, that is exciting. Yeah, I noticed two people in my newsfeed have are have gone abroad. Spain and uh, I forget what the other country. Yeah, was. someone in like someone Sweden one of my friends has gone to Portugal. I'm like, how did you get out? Because we yeah. can't in Australia. Like, we can't even get out. I didn't think we were allowed we're in stuck. Europe, but I, I don't know. That's mm. odd. It's odd. I, yeah. I haven't been playing, yeah, I don't know. playing, paying too close enough attention to know. Um, Jen, you had to grind my gears? I got to do it fast. Grind my gears. Oh, my gosh. People, we've been in quarantine seven months. You got to learn the Zoom etiquette. If you don't know it by now, I'm taking away your Zoom account. But that's, <laughs> it's actually just a broader category for what my real grind my gears is because it's relevant to our topic. Online, you know, virtual networking groups, you show up, there's 30 people on the Zoom, it's an hour-long networking event, and what do they do? Everyone, please introduce yourself. Takes up the whole entire time, and people oh, don't know how to introduce yes. themselves. People are telling you everything they do, not just their business, but their kids and, you know, their struggles and, you know, what they bought at the grocery store and why they choose Target over Walmart. I mean, everybody's just having a free for all. And then it's like, oh, we've got two minutes left. But if people are, you know, free to stay longer, we'll go out in breakout rooms. I think I've already been here an hour. What I've been here an hour doing? listening to <laughs> awful introductions. So oh. we... Yeah, it that's should be not, a thing. That's not that, their fault. No, that's, it is. That's the organ. No, that's the I host's mean, the, fault. The, it is. They, the, the host. The host fault. needs to dictate what you're going to in, yeah, introduce. Yeah. You know, who we're going to do what an do introduction. You've you got 30 seconds on the clock. And when you're not finished in 30 seconds, we're moving on to the next person. But even yes, 30 seconds, even like with 30 people, 40 people, I think you got to like, you know what? Let's go in smaller groups and get to know each other more intimately. I think that that whole like... Nobody wants to sit through all those introductions. It, it's horrible. Nobody wants to do it. I don't care if it's a 15-second introduction. I don't want to sit through 40 introductions before we even start networking. At least you can, like, hear people, though. Because, I like, one of the events I go to locally, like, there is 40 to 60 people every time, like, every single month. And they go around the room, like, who you are, like, what's your name and what business you represent. Like, that's your introduction, right? And then you can get announce news and stuff after the fact. But it's just like just doing that, it takes a while and you can't hear most of the people because they're like, oh, it, they're all the way in the back or you're all the way in the back or, you know, they're on the far side of the room or they're just whispering, <laughs> you know, in, into the void. So, yeah, I, at least with, with Zoom, you can actually hear what they're saying, you know, and then and, and make a decision like, oh, they're an accountant. Like, I, I've been looking for an accountant or I've been I, I saw the accountants or I hate accountants. Get out of my face. <laughs> Let me go to the next person. Well, just, I'm just surprised that also that grown people who have a business of some sort don't have sometimes, oftentimes, even if you don't know your elevator pitch, even if you don't have it nailed down, I believe you should have enough 
self-awareness not to monopolize more Mm. time like you see there's 40 people on the zoom and you think it's okay to spend five minutes on your introduction it's not like i'm the kind of person that would rather do 10 seconds because i don't want to be that person i'm like yeah this is what i do thanks moving on yeah Right. Yep. Self-awareness, peeps. Self-awareness. Self-awareness. It's a soft skill that's so valuable, particularly in business. <laughs> in life too. <laughs> uh, I just had to vent. No, I think it's good. It's, not, Hosts. It's, it's been more than one Zoom networking event that's been run like this. I'm sure. Also, uh, hosts, pay attention. <sighs> yeah, you gotta you gotta figure it out when the when the put it, push everyone to the breakout room, have them introduce, and then yeah. bring them back to the room, and then yeah, yeah uh do it that way but yeah it's hard when you get that many people and you can only hear one there's only one path to you know of sound so there's no talking over people <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not the same use your mute um, people learn to use the mute button thank you yeah yeah <laughs> but similarly please understand how to unmute yourself because also i hate the guys unmute and then, like five minutes later, you're like, "Oh, come on, people! It's not that hard." You know what else isn't that hard? Now you've got me going. Um, <laughs> sitting still during a oh, Zoom so I'm call. sitting here. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm talking about people that get up, they walk around. You're seeing the ceiling. You're seeing their thumb. You're, they're like, you know, they're cooking breakfast. They're, the they're walking jam. the dog. They're going to the they're going to the bathroom. <laughs> Sit down. It's only it's only gonna be an hour or less. Just sit down during your Zoom call and for goodness sake, stop changing your Zoom background and acting like you're the first person that's ever found out how to do it. Nobody cares. We're seven months in. We've already played with that feature. It's no longer exciting. We know you're not at a beach. We know your house doesn't look that great. <laughs> I mean, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I saw I saw a meme somewhere that was saying that being on Zoom is kind of like, you know, our seances from the 80s and 90s. Like, we can't hear you. Like, are you there? <laughs> Knock on the table if you're there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Seven months. You've had seven months of Zoom training. We shouldn't have to say these things. <sighs> but but you get the people that are like, it's a computer. I don't understand it. I, I don't understand. It's a computer. I, I don't know. I'm I don't want to okay. say what I'm thinking right now. Well, I'm just say. saying. I'm I just think we saying, should move uh, on seriously <laughs> right now. I'm going to say something. Seriously, we'll all say something we regret. <laughs> like, I'm about to self-destruct. Oh, <laughs> yes, Mary Sue, man. nostrils, nostrils. Well, some people can't help that because they buy these laptops that have these dumb webcams that are at the bottom of the screen, like off to the side, instead of, you know, at least higher up. No excuses. So it's, oh, it is looking up here. It, well, no, it is an excuse because they buy these yeah. laptops that they put like, oh, we want these thin bezels. But the only place they have is these giant chin bars at the bottom. So you put the camera down there, but then it's just looking up your nose. No excuses for bad purchase decisions. <laughs> they don't know. They have no idea. They don't know. <laughs> I, I have no sympathy right now. Bad design. No, bad designer who were like, we're going to get the thinnest bezels ever. And like, cool. But then you don't put the camera at the bottom. Give them a clip on camera or something. Jeez. Terrible. It's terrible. Right. Nobody wants to see your nostrils. I'm exhausted. Like watching Wendy Williams on the on weekdays here. It's, it's crazy. The camera's too low. 
that's Alex, a pro- that's Nick, a problem. Mary Sue, thank you for joining us. Thank you so yes. much. Yes, I mean, yes, yes. We're almost done uh, now, but we're glad yes. you're, there, glad you're do here. Do you have any uh, lunch money to be to be had, Sam? Oops. She's keeping Oops. her lunch money this week. No, I've spent I have spent so I've spent way too much money in the last few weeks. <sighs> but mm, you probably don't want to hear about my makeup purchases <laughs> or my clothing purchases or yeah, no. It's not very no. business oriented, no. No. This Just that good. I'm keeping the economy in the e-commerce space alive and well. So happy to hear that. All right, all right. Well, I will save my Apple purchase for next week's lunch okay. money. If you can guess which that is. Anyway, <laughs> it's just been. I've no idea. Been, <laughs> no idea. No idea. Oh, the iPhone 12 came out. Oh, it Apple. Oh, okay. Small business, yeah. Apple. It's a tiny, tiny business. Nick just finished painting. Extra miling it. Extra miling it. Milling it. Milling it. I don't. Oh, miling it. No, because oh, extra, extra mile. oh, going the extra mile on the job. Oh, was, oh at 5.45 in the afternoon. Good job, Nick. Very yeah. little competition in the extra mile. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Well, if you've enjoyed this episode of the Business Geeks podcast, share it with the business geek in your life. Send us your questions and suggestions at uh, to questions at businessgeekspodcast.com. Also, I almost forgot before we wrap up this Saturday, I have another free live virtual conference going on over in the indie podcasting community. It's all on home recording. So we have six speakers for oh. that, uh, up, upping your, your home recording podcasting game. Uh, so if you go to IndiePodcasters.com slash virtual, you'll find the button to join the group. And you, once you join the Facebook group, you are able to watch it for free. It starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time. I don't know what the Australian time equivalent of, of that is. <laughs> yeah, Sam um, doesn't know either. No, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I don't feel bad, but look it up. It starts 11 a.m. Eastern this Saturday, October 24th. And what else? You can catch us, the Business Geeks, next Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time and Tuesday, 8 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time. For Sam and Jen, I'm Super Joe Pardo. Have a great week, everyone. Take care.